at this point, everybody would agree there is a war for our souls. Let's pray. Father, God, please, Lord, have mercy upon us. And Lord, I pray that you would forgive us as we come before you today to confess the sins of our nation, the sins of our generations, the sins of our own personal lives, Lord God, that we have disregarded your word. We have cast off your ways. We have chosen the ways of the evil one even very subtly, not realizing it. But Lord, I pray now that you would forgive us as we confess to you, Lord God, that we have sinned. We have, uh, in, we have embraced the lies and the abominations of the evil one. Forgive us, Lord. You do remember. You do remember us. You remember that our frame is but dust. You've promised us many, many times, many ways. You've told us these days would come upon us. So Lord, I pray that you give us now eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart to receive the revelation of your love, your truth, your encouragement, your wisdom, your instruction, your promises that we will not operate out of the counsel of fear, but we will operate out of the counsel of the Holy Spirit who leads us into all truth. I thank you, Lord. You have given us power over all the power of the enemy. Lord God, you've given us power to bind and loose. You've given us power to declare the truth, to preach the gospel, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. I pray that you'd gather in, even as Satan is trying to gather in what he would to destroy that you will gather in the souls of those who belong to you, Lord God, as a great ingathering, a great harvest of souls, a great awakening to the revelation of the goodness of God and the truth of God and the power of your word, because, Lord, you will be glorified in all of this. And I thank you, Lord, that no weapon formed against us will prosper, that no word said, no deed done, no action taken by the evil one, by witchcraft, by those who hate us, by those who are plotting the destruction of your people, that no weapon will prevail against the Lord God, because, Father, you have the last word. And I thank you, your word is good. And so now I pray that you guide us as we um, consider this perfect storm, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, it is a perfect storm. That doesn't mean it's very cool. Or very you know, awesome. Or, or very wonderful. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, we're, as, as we're recording this, we're right in the throes of the uh, COVID-19 uh, pandemic. Yeah. And and it, it's with with everything. This never has have we seen anything that affects everything like this in the whole world. In the whole, all world. At the I, same I think time. the whole world is. We've never seen anything like that, and it came upon us so suddenly. Mm-hmm. And just you know, you think of like three weeks ago, you maybe you were hearing about something in China, but now it's all over the world. And it's interesting that none of this is catching God by surprise. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus warned in Matthew twenty four seven, mm-hmm. in Luke twenty one ten through twelve that some of the signs of the last days would be that there would be pestilences or plagues. Yes, and and uh, the dictionary definition of pestilence, uh, according to the Merriam-Webster dictionary, is a pestilence is a contagious or infectious epidemic disease that is virulent and devastating or something that is destructive or pernicious. And boy, we've seen this, not only the the disease itself, but the effects of it. And then the word for plague, Jesus warned again about mm-hmm. plagues. 
that a plague is an epidemic disease causing a high rate of mortality or or it can be also defined as a disastrous evil or affliction and so we've we've got all this going on and um but this is nothing new the plagues i mean i'm not discounting this is exactly what it is but this has been since the beginning of time the people would drift away from god and then there would be an epidemic or a plague or a uh, yeah. An invasion of some sort. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, why does God allow plest- pestilences and plagues? Well, it, it give you maybe three basic reasons here. Is that number one is a, is a judgment upon unrepentant sin. It's like That's right. people think we can sin with impunity and just keep going on and on and on. God kind of has the way of helping this come to a halt. And then it's also it's a warning to others. It's a warning in one nation. You know. It's a warning when you disobey God. And when Israel disobeyed God, it was a warning to the nations mm-hmm. of their their need for, you know, repentance and coming to God. And it's, it's a wake-up call. Yeah. Basically, you know, it, it is a wake-up call to, uh, repentance. to repentance. Well, you know, the thing is, I, I agree totally. There is a question. Is this a judgment from God? Is this a judgment for sin? Is this Satan trying to do something here? It is all of that. Because both God and Satan are working that right now in the same place at the same time to do something very opposite. And it does appear that this is because it's global. And we've always wanted this one world globalism. Here we are. Here it is. The globe, the, what, what that means is everything that's happening in the globe affects everybody else. But the wake-up call, the wake-up call is to um, – our problem is we have fallen asleep or maybe we have never been awake uh, up to this point in time, and God is, we don't know what God is. God is whatever we have made him out to be. And we have not, for the most part, most of us studied the word, understood the, the what we were supposed to learn from the examples of the Old Testament and the people and God's dealing with the people and how Satan would come in and corrupt them and draw them away from the, the, the counsel of God's word. And then there would have to be a, a judgment or a plague or calling back to, bringing them back to, waking them up again, bringing them back to themselves. Just because you and I haven't known God or or have a concept of God that we think is God that isn't necessarily correct doesn't mean God isn't God and God has changed. God has not changed. He's the same yesterday, today, forever. And for those of us who are now operating under the counsel of fear, uh, terror, anxiety, panic, you think, think of that. I I didn't watch the movie The Perfect Storm, but I, I, can, I can imagine I saw enough of the trailers, et cetera, to know what it was all about. It was about being totally totally helplessly entrapped in the in the inevitable entrapped in the fact that you're not going to get out of this thing alive that was what the panic and the fear was about in the perfect storm there's nothing you can do you can do and whatever you try to do actually goes works against you yeah and jesus said these things will come as a snare mm-hmm. on the face of you a snare is it's like a trap and it's suddenly you're going along and all of a sudden you're caught in it and everybody now everybody is caught in this trap at this mm-hmm. particular well, point. and 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 the problem part in of the one problem way is, or another, yeah. And going back to fear again, perfect love casts out fear. I already said that. Is that if we are this this spirit of fear and anxiety is a force. It's a demonic force. It's a it's a cloud of entities. It's a cloud of spirits. It's it's driving us into a uh, a corner. It's driving us into the place where I'm sure uh, the children of Israel were trapped up against the Red Sea. It was. It, it's but that was they were being led by God, but we are being if we're being led by fear 
and terror and panic and oh no and what am I going to do and who's telling the truth and is there going to come the mark of the is the mark of the beast going to come out of this vaccination and and and, and terror and fear is this um, true is it really or is it a hoax uh, mm-hmm. what is going on here how much is you know the thing is the point is you don't know the point is everything that you don't know is everything that's making you afraid. Because when we're afraid of what we don't know or we don't know what's going to happen, then we're given to fear. Now, why would you be given to fear when you don't know what's going to happen when the Bible is all full of what is going to happen? Yeah, and and we mentioned it earlier. There were different plagues and pestilences that came upon the people of God because of their disobedience. Mm-hmm. And and I, I was looking just just yesterday reading in the scriptures and I found mm-hmm. in Isaiah chapter 24 just a, a, just like a total description of what's mm-hmm. going on uh, particularly in the United States yeah. right now and, and, and extended to around the world. I want to read uh, several verses here from Isaiah 24. I want to read it from the Amplified Bible and I want you to just listen carefully. Behold, the Lord will make the land and the earth empty and make it waste and turn it upside down. Twist the face of it and scatter abroad its inhabitants. And it shall be as what happens with the people, so with the priest, as with the servant, so with his master, as with the maid, so with her mistress, as as with the buyer, so with the seller, as with the lender, so with the borrower, as with the creditor, so with the debtor. In other words, everybody everybody is affected here. Mm -hmm. The land and the earth shall be utterly waste and utterly pillaged, for the Lord has said this, the land and the earth mourn and wither, the world languishes and withers. The high ones of the people and the heavens of the earth languish. The haughty people. The right? haughty ones, mm-hmm. yeah. The land and the earth are also defiled by their inhabitants. Absolutely. Because, right, because they have transgressed the laws. And what is the law? The law is to love one another, yeah, yeah. not defraud one another, not, sec- not sexually abuse yeah. one another, not deny the truth, not lie, not try to be selfish and rip each other off, not practicing witchcraft against one another. These are the ways that we have transgressed the law of God. Yeah, and it says we've disregarded the statutes and broken the everlasting covenant. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, therefore, verse, and then verse 6, Therefore a curse devours the land and the earth, and they who dwell in it suffer the punishment of their guilt. Therefore, the inhabitants of the land and the earth are scorched and parched under the curse of God's wrath, and few people are left. Now, let me say, can I pause right there for a second? Under the uh, the, the scourge of God's wrath, God is forced, if you will, God can be forced Mm -hmm. to do it because he's just. He's forced to allow Satan to bring this vile, wicked judgment upon us. As as we have offended God, as we have disregarded his law, his word, Satan comes to him and says, look, God. They need to be punished. Look, they're listening to me. They're not listening to you. I get to punish them. And God says, you're right. You get to punish them. But we have to remember God is the ultimate last word in all this. So we do not need to be caught up in the fear of God being mad at us if we repent. Go ahead. Yeah. And then verse 7, the new wine mourns, the vine languishes, all the merrymakers sigh. So there's there's no more, you know, the parties. Parties, right? yeah. No the more wine. The mirth of the timbrels is stilled. The dancing, the, 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 yeah, the concerts, the part- party, the concerts, the parties, the, the 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 live music in the bars, the noise, the noise of those who rejoice ends. The joy of the lyre is stopped, like the guitar, right? Mm-hmm. The yeah. bands, the bands aren't playing. 
No more will they drink wine with a song. Strong drink will be bitter to those who drink it. In other words, the the bars are are closed. closed. The restaurants and bars are are closed. closed. Mm -hmm. The wasted city of emptiness and confusion is broken down. Right. I I saw something about the city of New Orleans um, just a couple days ago that the streets, you know, where they have the Mardi Gras Mm -hmm. and party and all that stuff, they were like empty. Mm-hmm. And there was a prophet going around with actually sackcloth on, calling people to repentance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the streets were empty. And, and in New Orleans now, the rats are coming out because the people are gone. The rats mm-hmm. are out uh, walking the streets and, and kind of taking over. Now look at this in verse 10 of Isaiah 24, again from the Amplified Bible. The wasted city of emptiness and confusion is broken down. I mean, you think of New Orleans or there are other York, places yeah. too. New York City mm-hmm. right now. Or, listen, or LA. Listen to this. Or LA. Every house is shut up so that no one may enter. All right? So it's shelter uh, in place. Shelter in place. Six feet. Stay at home. Safe district. What's it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. People. Social distancing. Yeah. There you go. There is crying in the streets for wine. Okay, no more parties. All joy is darkened. The mirth of the land is gone. The mirth of the land is banished and gone into captivity. The city is left desolation and its gate battered and destroyed. And it talks about um, uh, verse 17, just kind of jumping down there, uh, about fear that is coming, you know, and Mm -hmm. is here. Terror and the pit of destruction. Fear and, and sn- the pit and the snare. This one. And snare are upon you. Oh, inhabitants okay. of earth. Oh, inhabitant of the earth. So here it is. And he who sh- and it shall be that he who flees from the noise of, the fe- of fear shall fall into the pit. Mm-hmm. And he who comes up from the midst of the pit shall be caught in the snare. For the, wiz- for the windows from on high are opened and the foundations of the earth are shaken. Yeah, and this is, again, you see what we're saying is the perfect storm. Uh, the earth is utterly broken. The earth, the earth is rent asunder. The earth is shaking violently. Mm-hmm. The earth shall stagger like a drunken man and shall fray, uh, sway to and fro like a hammock. Its transgression shall be heavily upon it and it shall fall and not rise again. And, you know, you well, we're asking the Lord, is this that time when we're going to fall and rise no more? And, and, and people want to, are we going to go back to normal? Are we going to go back to, I don't think so, but I don't know. I mean, we, we cannot predict the exact time of the Lord, but it would appear that this, because it's so global, because it's so fear-based, it's because it's so evil, because the, the evil entities are taking advantage of people's fear by creating and going to create all these concoctions and vaccinations that are going to try to get you take that vaccination, and then you'll be marked, marked that you've taken the vaccination. I don't know if this is the mark of the beast, but God only knows every mark that you put on your body out of fear gives a placeholder and a grip to fear. Um, and, and so I don't, I don't know. It, it just would seem that there isn't a whole lot more left to be done except the ingathering of souls that would be of any interest to God in extending all of this pain and misery and demonic de- decimation of the earth much longer. Yeah, I would say, too, as is, is, is we get close to this, if, they're, if, they're, if they come up with some kind of a COVID-19 vaccine, I would just recommend to you, do not take it. Right. Because it's not just about the vaccine no. to keep you from getting sick. You don't know sick. what else. You it's do about, not know I, what's in it's there. It's about identity. 
taking away your genes. Look up sometime ID twenty twenty and the the plot there is to Re, to, to track re- you, you're yeah. be, we're being tracked through our cell phones, through our computers, through our TV sets but, now. You know, but tracking this, this is, is different from than different. taking over your identity. Well, when you, you when your DNA gets changed, changed and and you've got something injected into you that is so you can buy or sell. So you can buy or sell. So you can move around freely. So you can be accepted. So you have your your traveling papers. You know, scanning you to see if you have the mark, so you can drive your car, so you can go freely about your business. This, and if you don't have, you know, but the, the pressure is going to be. It's like, okay, you don't have the vaccine, you don't go to school. You don't have the vaccine, you don't work here. Mm-hmm. You know, you're 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 rejected. You're, it's just like it's the mark. Remember back in uh, Hitler's day, they had to actually put the the swastika band. I mean, the um the star, the star of David, on their clothing. On the on their yeah. clothing to identify the who bands. they were, yeah, whatever they, they were I, to identify them as a, a you know a, enemies of the state. Yeah. So anyway, back to the word of God. The earth is violently broken and shaken and split apart. Everything that can be shaken is going to be shaken, and this has been prophesied. This has been told to us. We've read over this and over again, over Listen, and over. You know, throughout just, the whole word, nothing has changed. This is it, and and you know part of that shaking. What we've not been talking about are the earthquakes and the volcanoes. Well, and wait till all that stuff well, gets yeah, gets going. It, it's interesting right now. The too. earth will reel to and fro, it says, like a drunkard. And Jesus said there were going to be famines and earthquakes in diverse places. Now, famines, you know, the thing is, in, just in the United States, we're dependent on processed food. All the but what time. if the processed food is, is, is tainted and the workers can't process the food anymore because yeah, they're yeah. sick? And, and you so, say, how long will this go on? Um how long? Well, every three days they have to put new food in the grocery store. How long will it grow, go on when there's three days and now there's six days and they haven't gotten new food you in got the grocery your supply store? Supply chain breaks down, and then um, but there's a, you know, right now in Africa, uh, there's some areas in Africa. I was just reading from a very reliable source that there's the locusts that are coming in. Some of these locust swarms are up to like sixty miles wide, two miles high. And forty miles long. Wow! I mean, that is this is you know, in in East Africa. Where they come and they're, from? They're, they're, yeah, where you know you talk about the locust plagues uh, of uh, Egypt in Egypt, mm-hmm. and there were the locust plagues in Joel's day too mm-hmm. that brought that came in. And Famine. Then, then mm-hmm. you mentioned about the earthquakes. If you just do a simple study on on Google of earthquakes of what's going on, the Earth, the the exponentially, mm-hmm. we've got true. We've got better monitoring uh, equipment now than we had before. But uh, the Earth is just shaking. The faults. There's the West Coast. You got the Cascadian area that goes from like you know up around Oregon down into California. The San Andreas Fault. You got the Pacific Plate in Asia. In other words, we're uh, there's, cracked. There's vol- <laughs> the, the, the world is cracking in the Midwest, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. even. You've got the new Madrid fault. And even they've discovered now some new fault lines that are all the way from Maine all the way down to Florida, which, and, and there's volcanic activity. There's so, magma. Mm-hmm, uh, there's, mm-hmm. you know, that molten rock, mm-hmm. whatever. W- once that re- gets released, you have the earthquake, you have that stuff released. Combined with the water, so you know this 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 stuff is just right, right at the doors. Mm-hmm. And uh, but you know Jesus, here's the deal. 
Um, well, listen, now let, we've let said... Me do, let me just share this. This is pretty heavy duty. Um, well, this it is, is pretty, it is. You know, here, here, and I believe all this, I, I, I believe actually this, this coronavirus has been deliberately released. Yeah. Deliberately released. And, and it's, a, it's, a, it's one of the other... Uh, it's a satanic ploy by the world's demonized elite to further enslave and destroy the people of the planet. Mm-hmm. Get rid so, of us. So, so they can fulfill their insane goals of more wealth, power, and conquest by any evil means But this means thing is going disposal. to devour them as well. But God mm-hmm. has a, a and a it plan. talks about people hiding you know, in the caves and the rocks, in the mountains, and in the, their the rocks and fall their, out of mm-hmm. and their little tunnels, high tech tunnels that mm-hmm. a lot of these elitists have. But listen, God has a holy kingdom purpose mm-hmm. in these uh, very difficult days as well. You know, you this it, is it, to bring in the return of the King of it, Kings. It, it is. It, it is. is, and it's the beginning of the sorrows. And the thing is, let me say, well, this is when are things going to get back to normal? Um, Maybe we're not. Maybe we're going to get back to. Are. Maybe we're coming, ushering in the the kingdom of God, exactly, and the kingdom of kings. Now, this could be a while. This could take. This is a birth pain process deal. Birth pains, and nobody knows when you start labor. Uh, the birth pains. How it's going to be? It could. How be, long is it going to take? Could be a few minutes. It mm-hmm. could be a, a couple of days. Could be hard. Could be easy. Yeah. We don't know, but we do know. Many, many. You, you must listen. You must get back into the Bible. And yes, there's many you know, warnings and terrible things that we're reading about and the earth shaking and things falling apart and the the pits and the snares. But we also, in chapter 25, which re- which just follows chapter 24, which you just read, it uh, says, the Lord... Isaiah now. This I'm sorry. Isaiah. Yeah, 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 I'm sorry. Okay. The Lord, it says, verse one, one, O Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you. I will praise your name for you have done wonderful things. Your counsels are of old. Our faithful faithfulness and truth. You have made a city a ruin, a fortified city a ruin. Um, then he goes on to say, "It will never be rebuilt." Therefore, the strong people will glorify you. The city of terrible na- of the terrible nations will fear you, for you have been a strength to the poor, a strength to the needy in his distress, a refuge from the storm, a refuge from this perfect storm Satan has thrown upon us a sh- shade from the heat for the blast of the terrible one is a storm against the wall. You have reduced the noise of the aliens as heat in a dry place. As the heat in the shadow of the cloud, the song of the terrible one will be diminished. He's the, he's referring to this vile force forces, forces of evil, the aliens the the and the fallen angels, the, the, the ones who are behind this, you know, we look at the elite and, we think they're our enemies, and yes, they are the pawns of the enemy, no doubt. Um, it says, uh, he's going to, this is, and on this mountain, the Lord of hosts will make for all people a feast of choice pieces, in other words, the best cuts of meat, a feast of wine, a feast of things full of marrow, well-refined wine on the, on the leaves, on the, on the abundance, in abundance. He will, he will destroy on this mountain the surface of the covering cast over all the people, there's been a covering, a veil, it says, and the veil that is spread over all nations. He will swallow up death forever. The Lord God will wipe away tears from all faces. Look at, there's, there's been a veil upon us. Um, Isaiah's cried out about it. Um, he noticed it first when God says, having eyes they do not see and having ears they do not hear. Uh, the veil was tiny, lifted off a tiny bit over a few people's eyes and faces when Jesus came down to establish 
the kingdom of God in the midst of us. But this veil, I believe, you know, Satan is trying to destroy us, but God, through fear and deception, but God is opening our eyes to see what's going on. Basically, Daniel says those that know their God will, will be valiant and do exploits. Mm-hmm. But he says he is going to destroy this covering, this veil that's kept people from knowing what's really going on. Um, uh, it says, And it says, it, it will be said in that day, behold, this is our God. We have waited for him and will, he will save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. He will, we, we, we will be glad and rejoice in his salvation. Um, there, there's going to be a, a reversal of things. It may be after seven years. It may be after three and a half years. And then you say, well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But in verse 20 of Isaiah 26, he says this very interesting. Um, uh, Come, my people, enter your chambers and shut your doors behind you. Hide yourself, as it were, for a little while, for a little moment, until the indignation is past. For behold, the Lord comes out of his place to punish the inhabitants of the earth for their iniquity. So God is saying, you know, he's saying in a way, shelter in place too. He's saying, stay in your place of a peace. Not necessarily, I don't necessarily say it as a a, a location, but as a place in your mind, a place of peace. And when you get all these tormenting questions coming through your mind, what is this? Is this the end? Are we going to live? Are we going to die? Is this the mark of the beast? What are they doing? Blah, blah, blah. You know, you know, you know that at some point in time, this has to come upon the earth. Now, whether it's in our time or it's in our great-grandchildren's time, it will come. And we basically have run out of the, 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 the days allotted to us. If you do the math in the Bible, we're at the end of the 6,000th year, which, is the, which was then the beginning of the, of the birth pains to usher in the day of rest, yeah. the day of, of God's king, Jesus is coming. Yeah. So um, I know we're just about out of time, but you know when I opened my Bible yesterday and today again, and the first thing I saw was this from, you must read this, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. It is, it is so, in, it says, it's a description of the day of the Lord. There's a heading in my Bible. But concerning, the, verse 1, chapter, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 1. But concerning the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you. For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. For when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. But you, brethren, are not in darkness, so that this day should overtake you as a thief. You are sons of light and sons of the day. We are not of the night nor of the darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk are drunk at night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love and as a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God, listen to this verse, for God did not appoint us to wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should be live together with him. Therefore, comfort each other with, with these words, edify one another, and just as you are also doing. And then he goes on to say in verse 16, as we go down, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophecies. Test all things. Hold fast what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. Now listen to verse 23 and 24. 
Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful, who will also do it. God is the one who's going to have to carry us through this. We are sheltered in the palm of his hand. He's got many, many promises. If you read uh, in, in Isaiah, even after we read this terrible thing in the 20, um, chapter 24, we have all kinds of things that God just keeps saying over and over to his people. Um, he's he's going to help us. He's going to be a shelter for us. He's going to um, protect us. He's going to uh, lift us out of these places. Um, you know, uh, in as much as these people do, you know, he's saying, you guys, let's get real here. You know, we drew near to him with our mouths. We faked it. We went to church. We pretended we were honoring God. Now it's time to get real down to the core of your being. No more fear. No more pretending. Um, those who are teaching the fear of God as a tradition or as a commandment must know now that it is a relationship with God that he seeks with us, um, that he is coming to help us. He is the Lord. He says in verse uh, 30 of Isaiah 30, verse 18, therefore the Lord will wait that he may be gracious to you. And therefore he will be exalted that he may have mercy upon you. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are those who wait for him. You shall weep no more. He will be very gracious to you at the sound of your cry. When he hears it, he will answer you. Why is he going to do that? Because he loves you. Because he sees the widow. He sees the orphan. He sees the downtrodden. He sees those who have been beaten. He sees those who have been bullied. He sees those who have been abused. He sees everybody who has been unjustly treated. He wants to be your comforter, your father, your deliverer, and the judge. Um, he says, um, the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, you shall uh, eat no more. He's going to m- remove these things from us. But that it happens only as we begin to walk in truth, in relationship with him, know that we're loved, know that we're God. And not and not to, to con- you know, we're continuing c- called to continue to occupy, to continue to t- tell the good news, to rejoice, give thanks, and be and be. Uh, Know that you're loved. Know that you're loved. Yeah, and if you're a believer and you're not able to have services and, <clears throat> you know, that sort of thing, I think, you know, now it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not the time to just, uh, you know, once in a while, you know, sit down and listen to your pastor's live stream message or watch it or something like that. I mean, that might mm-hmm. be fine. Mm-hmm. But it's time for you and I to get before the Lord. Mm-hmm. And 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 repent. make your peace with God. Let, let you know, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, prepare to meet your God <clears throat> in a good you know I mean? way. You know? Yeah, but it's time to just repent, change your mind. Mm-hmm. And the thing is to keep in mind that God has told us about all these things ahead of time. Right, exactly. And He says here in Ephesians uh, five uh, fifteen through mm-hmm. eighteen. See then that you walk circumspectly. That's a word that means just accurately, pointedly, deliberately. With wisdom. With wisdom. Mm-hmm. Not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time. Because the days, because the days are, are evil. evil. In other words, making... Redeeming the time, buying it back, using it up, making you, good use of it. Making good use of every opportunity. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understanding what, what the, the will, will of, of the, the Lord, Lord is. is. And so, Father God, help us that, to know me, your will. Let me just, yeah, that's it. And so, even though your physical mobility may be curtailed for a time, but you know, it's not the time to just sit around and wonder or be what to do or be afraid. What's perfect what? love casts off your third time? I've said that here. We've got to realize if you're listening to fear. You're going to pull, be pulled down into fear, depression, anxiety, panic, uh, paralysis, 
uh, you know, suicidal ideation, all kinds of things. You cannot. You have to, as an as a believer in Jesus Christ, as a citizen of heaven, right now, you have to practice your rights as a citizen of heaven and submit to God and resist this spirit of fear or the temptation to be afraid. There's nothing you can do, and being afraid will not help. It yeah. will make it worse. You must go back to declaring with your mouth, with your with your mouth, with your words, the truth about what God wants to do here, and you declare it because you're a citizen. You have an authority from heaven to declare things. If it looks hopeless, you declare hope. If it looks uh, fearful, you declare love. If it looks uh, panicky, you declare peace. You declare these things now, people. Wake up. Open up your minds. You are loved. God has got this. And keep in mind that the kingdom of God and God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, they're not under quarantine. Yeah. Okay. So if you have a Bible, study it and follow yeah. it now. If mm-hmm. you know how to pray, pray specifically. Mm-hmm. You have a pray phone, out loud. call someone, encourage someone. You have a computer, send emails or write a, something true and substantial on Facebook. Don't spread fear. Don't spread fear. If you venture out, when you do venture out in public, be wise, kind, encouraging, compassionate. And knowing, be, be knowing, knowing, and knowing, knowing in, in that God is God. with us. He, the yeah. Spirit, the Holy Spirit has not left us yet. When he leaves, we leave. Yeah. He's still with you. Heavenly Father, we thank you that for these days that mm-hmm. we can redeem the time, that we will be unwise, that, we'll that see we the understand what the will of the Lord is. Mm. And Hallelujah. It's important, Lord. Praise that, you, God. That moment by moment Hallelujah. we discern Hallelujah. the will of God and the Spirit you, of God. Jesus. Will lead us into all truth. Mm-hmm. Will give us wisdom. Jesus, in you are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. So we need. Praise we ask for wisdom. We ask for guidance. We, we ask, ask for strength for and stability that we will not be shaken. You said everything that can be shaken, Lord God, will be shaken. But we are not shaken because you are in us. And you have not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Amen. God bless you guys. Amen. Emergency, what is your location? Rescue Radio, because there's a war for your soul.